Welcome to the Florida Madcaps, your ultimate guide to experiencing fantastic and unique destinations across our magnificent state. Join us while we lead you on a journey of exploration, recreation, and conservation. The popularity of Florida's natural wonders is on the rise, and our mission is to be your go-to source for conscientious recreation. We encourage you to get out and explore these breathtaking sites and to leave them even better than you found them through individual actions and group advocacy. Join the Florida Madcaps as we discover the beauty of our incredible state together. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Florida Madcaps podcast. It's, it's us, us Chelsefer, Lyra, Elise. And we also have little Tori here. And we are here with the Florida famous Ryan, a.k.a. the Florida excursionist. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. Well, we have a very special episode today. It is the Florida Madcaps family episode, and it really goes back to the roots of the Sunshine State Seekers, where I interacted with them, and Chelsea and Chris were basically doing a blog and putting out information about how to enjoy Florida, the outdoors, in like a family-friendly setting, or from that perspective. Is that pretty much correct? Yeah. So when we got started, it uh, originally started out with Chris has a passion for writing and I have more of a passion for like the visual uh, side of things. So we put those together and made a little blog where we would share our experience along with photos of our family adventures. Um, Part of it for me is I have a horrible memory. So I would be like, well, we stayed at this park, but I can't remember which site I liked, uh, or I really like this one area, but I don't know where it was. So it was kind of to document. It was like a digital scrapbook for us in a way. And, but also was a way for us to share these things, things with everybody else, uh, other families and stuff. Right. Just everybody. I've always been more of a tent camper and Mm -hmm. more of a rustic kind of camper. And you can find so much stuff online about people staying and cabins or RVs. And we, we learned so much along the way. We yeah. really did. I wanted to share something maybe that m- people weren't doing as often. So tent camping with your family might not sound enjoyable. Oh. You know, you don't have, you're in Florida. It gets warm. You don't, you, we're all out in the elements. Uh, and I wanted to show that you could do it. It was possible. And one thing I want to discuss in this episode that maybe doesn't get conveyed on our Instagram page or mm-hmm. something like that is the realities. It's not all those cool pictures you see online. There yes. are tough moments uh, mm-hmm. and how we work together uh, and are still able to enjoy ourselves while we are out there exploring. Yes. And one special aspect of this episode that we have not done before is that we have the entire Madcap family. Yeah. Yeah. You'll hear a little. Tori uh, cooing in the background, but yeah, Lyra and Elise were kind enough to join us. So welcome, ladies. Yeah, Hello. To, sh- to share their perspectives. I think that is really cool. So do you guys remember before we started all these adventures? Yeah, I yeah. do. You do? The caverns? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, so when we first started, we started uh, by filling out our passport, much like you did, Ryan. Okay. Um, and we visited all of the parks fairly certain not all of them together um we chris and i did a lot of them on our own and we did a lot of them with the girls we tried to plan appropriately which ones to take them on yes. and then which ones on our own we would do these things we called um oh what did we call it like a state park blitz 
We'd be like, oh, we're going to do a panhandle blitz. So we're uh-huh. going to hit as many state parks as we can. And Chris would map out a road trip. And this is another thing people don't do usually when camping with their family. They'll they'll get a week at a campsite or three days at a campsite. We would put up and tear down every mm-hmm. every single night. So we would find a row of campsites to hit in a specific area. We would pick one to camp at. That would be like our, uh, our night home base Mm -hmm. then we would pack all of our stuff maybe hit four um, state parks on the way to our next camping destination then pack up our stuff the next day and do the same thing over and over again which after a while i know the girls got a little tired uh, and they started requesting hey can we go camping like at the same place for like (laughs) more than a day yeah Uh, and it was a lot of driving but we had a lot of fun doing it and we were able to visit all the state parks briefly and then know which ones we wanted to go back to for a longer and more enjoyable stay. We've been back to many of them yeah. over and over now. Mm-hmm. So, Elise, do you remember the first time you went to the Florida Caverns? No. But do you remember the last time we went to the Florida Caverns? No. That's the one with the caves and the lights? You don't remember that? Still no. Oh, see? <laughs> Lyra, do you remember the Florida Caverns? Yeah, I did not like them that much. It was claustrophobic. So, do you remember doing Toria State Park? Yeah, I do remember that one. Staying in the yurt. She does remember that one. If you want novel experiences, Toria State Park was one of the first ones at the time with a yurt. So that mm-hmm. was a real novel experience, easy to remember, park to visit. And she also had a little mini meltdown. But I think she remembers the good stuff. So there was a, what is it, Weeping Ridge Trail? Yes. Lyra did not want to go down Weeping no. Ridge Trail. She it was, was before the hurricane, so yeah. the canopy was still there. Oh. It was gorgeous. She, was, she started pouting and like sat crisscross applesauce on the ground. Uh, tears, it was summer, too. Yeah, tears welling up in her eyes a little. I don't want to go. I'm tired of this. And, but then she did, and we got to the bottom, to the Weeping Ridge. All the anger and resentment she had just vanished. Yeah. She saw that waterfall and was playing in it, and, and it was just like the best time ever. And then I'm, I'm bringing this story up because I want people to know you're going to have these moments with mm-hmm. your kids, but they remember the good things. And and when you when you kind of push them to do something because you know they're going to like it, it ends up being worth it. Yeah, I could understand that. I clearly only remember playing Yahtzee in the yurt. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a bunch of games. Yeah, and they played on the um, the uh, bunk beds. Uh, ooh, Lise, you might raccoon. remember the creepy raccoon. You do? So she does. Yeah. <laughs> so this raccoon, when it stood up, was about the same size uh, as her, exactly. Really? And it walked right up to her, which she was not thrilled with. She was about and four you remember that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that he took her donuts? Yes. <laughs> what did he do with her donuts? He exploded them all in the car. Yeah. yeah. What? Powdered donuts, a yeah. bag of powdered donuts, because we had the hatch open while we were loading uh, stuff back into the car. Okay. And the raccoon got in there. Grabbed, why, why you were loading? Yes. I turned my back, and the raccoon got in there, grabbed a bag of powdered donuts, and exploded it everywhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so as wildlife becomes habituated, most notably in campgrounds around Florida, they will have those behaviors where they just get really uh, bold, yes. I should say. That was a very bold raccoon. This past New Year's, we had an even more bold encounter with uh, raccoons. More bolder than that. Yeah. yeah. yeah again, they, this, again, Flutterby. Uh, this, Oscar Shearer, just, and this was yeah. just a few weeks ago. 
So Elise, and, and I'll go back and forth uh, with names. So another thing to make things fun, we have chosen hiker names. Okay. So when we're out hiking, we'll call each other by our hiker names. So Elise is also Flutterby, and Lyra is Lyonia. And little Tori, we've gone back and forth, and uh, momentarily he's Oblio. Uh, <laughs> uh, and just little things to make make it a little more fun and silly. Uh, Flutterby, I thought that yeah. was a really cool trail name when you told me about it. Yes, so she couldn't pronounce Butterfly. We also have a snake named Harry Namebro because you couldn't say rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But wow. just the re- I want everyone to know the realities of being out there with, with your kiddos. There might be some tough times, but in the end, it's all about just being together and uh, making memories that don't necessarily stick like little Flutterby here. But now she has all these things she loves to do. When we're out and about, one of the things you like, uh, Elise, is geocaching, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're geocaching, what are one of the reasons you like geocaching so much? Probably the maps. Yeah. So geocaching, if you don't know, it, it comes with an app on your phone, and it'll have kind of a you're, you are here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it'll have a, what is it, like a green emblem where a geocache is hidden. Yeah. And you have to find GPS your way. GPS coordinates. Yeah, with it. GPS coordinates, you have to find your the way app will, like, take to, you right to it. the geocache. And she likes to lead the way and find yeah. it. Yeah. All on her own. This for New Year's, we we did a whole bunch uh, at Mayaka State Park. Okay, and she was able to find them. Where are they usually hidden? In the forest. Yeah, but like sometimes I'll say, uh, I bet you I know where it is because I see a cool tree over there. Probably like in a hole in a tree, like a. Yeah, so she likes to find those. One of the things both of them have become uh, very interested in, and it's probably because of Chris's involvement with the uh, Florida Native Plant Society and Master Gardening, is uh, finding native plants yeah. and looking at different native plants. Uh, is that one of your favorites, Lyra? Yeah, I like looking at leaves and plants <laughs> in general. Green ones, purple ones, you can find a lot of like pinkish ones in Florida. But just kind of looking out there and seeing all the different colors is crazy with all the plants. Do you have a favorite plant that you like? I like the sunshine mimosas, the ones that close their leaves, and they have pretty purple flowers that are all, like, fluffy. They are really cool. Yeah, yes. that's a native. So those are, if uh, if you don't know, they're a sensitive plant. Mm-hmm. So when you touch them, they, they shut. Kind okay. of like a Venus flytrap. Okay. And uh, those are, and there's a few different varieties, too. There's a vining one with thorns and uh, ground covers, a few different varieties of mimosa plants as well another thing we've done with the girls which isn't their favorite but they they have enjoyed is backpacking oh yeah it's you know backpacking is something that pushes you as a person yes that's hard for even adults well they had a a a girls night out um oh yes we did uh, are you talking about so just before when i was pregnant with tori yeah i i did a little backpacking trip just with them i remember that and uh that was quite fun we stayed in a little cabin though they were scared because chris wasn't there and it got dark really yep they didn't want to more or less elise i was kind (laughs) of i was kind of okay with like being alone for once in the cabin (laughs) and it was nice to like hike into the area which i did like doing that yeah and everyone had their own pack. Um, it's like a mile. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you are backpacking with children, uh, yeah. actually with anybody, you want a certain weight compared to size. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to overload them. Um, Elise's backpack was mostly filled with her bedding and pillows. Uh, Lyra had some more food um, and heavier items, but the bulk of the material was carried by myself. Uh, did you bring a cast iron stove? I did not. Oh. I did you not. didn't even need a tent for that because you stayed No. The yeah. So we planned that appropriately where, you know, I knew I was going to a cabin. I wouldn't need the tent in extra weight if chris was with us we would have been able to carry that where was it again where was this chris saint sebastian river yeah state State preserve okay yeah 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 yeah. so when we did uh we've backpacked uh two longer trips with both of them and then i did one uh we've done one with lyra just chris and i uh where we went uh, the trick there is bring other kids yeah. So we went with another family, and all the kids could kind of play together and entertain each other and push each other too, because Flutterby loves being the line leader and being up front. Yeah. So if you, you know, everyone's fighting to be in the front, you're hiking a little faster. Lyra's <laughs> Lyra's grown to like hammock camping. That's a really, a really good park. That's where I got my last uh, passport stamp. There's just a lot of variation in the landscape, and there was like a a lock or a dam there, if I'm not mistaken. It's yeah. like this canal that ran down it. There was. It, it, it kind of cuts to the middle, and then you've got, I think, I-95. Yeah, yeah, well. you go underneath I-95. I remember driving underneath that to get to it. But anyways. No, and uh, when we went with the other family, it was just kind of a lot of fun to see the little kids run off together and do their own thing. We would let them run off ahead of us, or we'd take a lot of breaks. So yeah. trick with backpacking with kids, lots of breaks, lots of snacks. Peanut butter and jelly. More snacks that they had control of. So I gave them all fanny packs. Oh. That were just full of gummies and Fruit Loops that they could get when they wanted. So you didn't have to stop. Uh-huh. Um, getting them the drinks they want. Getting them the, the the camping food. That's always a fun one for them to pick out what kind of dehydrated meals they want to eat oh. when we're out there. Uh, Lyra likes the cobbler. Elise likes the cobbler too. They both like the desserts. After. Is, it, is it like a <laughs> peach cobbler, blueberry cobbler? What kind? They have this apple crisp one, which I actually ate recently, like last week, just at my house. I just kind of made it. Yeah, she found it, and she's like, oh, I forgot about this. I love it. She just, like, made it at home in the living room. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, I ate it. It was really good. What's your favorite backpacking meal? Um, Probably the um, freeze-dried ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Like the astronauts ate? Like that kind of? Actually, now that you said that, I remember we specifically got those for our backpacking trip. Yeah. uh, To bring with us as a special treat. A lot of parents might say bring some... uh, Games like on their phone to play with. I discourage that. Yeah. Uh, because you're looking at your phone and not observing the things around you. They've always been really good with that. Too. Yeah, they have been. Now, that doesn't mean we won't bring our phone because uh, they also like taking pictures with them. So I just limit what they're allowed to do and what not even they, just them, all of us are they doing. They rarely even ask, there. though. Yeah. That's another thing when you're hiking, having someone taking pictures. Uh, you can even bring a disposable camera. You don't get to go back and look at the pictures as easily, so that's a little less fun for them. But if you have a digital one where you can go back and look at them at your campsite, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, because you can grab some of the older models for yeah, almost nothing, yep. especially on eBay or something. Another thing to do like just when you're camping is if you're a little bit older and not as young, like in your teens, you can just sit out there and read for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and just kind of take in the environment. It's really fun and it's really, really calming to do. Lyra loves reading outside. Definitely yes. bring a hammock. Yes. For family camping. Yes, the, 100%. The kids love the hammock. hammock for 
even Swinging more than one. It and... <laughs> Not even joking, because one might want to just lay in it and relax, and the other one might want you to swing them, because that's happened to us a few times. Now, sometimes when hammock camping, if you're like say going to an established park, they might not have a place to hang the, the mm-hmm. camp or the tent up. Be aware that there might not be a place to, to put it up, but if you have it, you can. Um, and having the appropriate uh, hammock ropes. What are those called? The tarp, the, the straps. The straps. You want, straps yeah. you want them to like be a, thicker. Like a two inch. Uh... Because we have a lot of invasive insects here in mm-hmm. Florida. And when you use something that might cut the tree, uh, it, uh, yeah. it causes okay. more damage. So you want to get the pines. appropriate. Yeah. So like wide, wider bands yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. It's required a lot of uh, Yeah. They w- they'll ask you to take your hammock down. Don't use rope. If you are using the wrong kind of. All right. So rope is bad. Rope is bands bad. are good. At least like setting up the, the tents. Having them do everything that they possibly can do yeah. is the best idea. Mm. Uh, Cause it's enjoyable. At least loves putting up and taking down the tent. And sometimes we'll take videos of it. She likes that or um, <coughs> time her to see how fast she can do it. Yeah. So we have different camping styles. We have our giant mansion tent mm-hmm. <laughs> where we can all stay in. They prefer to have their own tent, yeah. uh, but Elise doesn't want to be alone. So she shares with her sister in a smaller tent. So like a two man tent or yeah, something? Yeah, little two man right. tent. Uh, when we're backpacking, that's what we do. Chris and I are in a two person tent. They're in a two person tent. Now, I want to also say all of this was before we had this little baby here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have I, to make some uh, adjustments. We're going to have to learn too because we didn't do this when they were babies. Are you going to take Dixie's tent and put him in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's already too big for it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So our little puppers has has her own tent, in which we have taken her room. camping and brought it with us. However, at the end of the night, we bring her in our tent with us because I think she'd be a perfect snack uh, for. An overzealous raccoon or some other kind of critter yeah, she, out there. She's, she's about the size of a large gerbil, I would imagine. Or not, I mean, <laughs> guinea pig. Yeah. A little nicer, though. <laughs> yeah. She's very personable. Do you all have any favorite places that you can recall that, that you like visiting? And why before? they were your favorite? Elise, do you remember going to see the mermaids? Um, yeah. Where was that? Um, I think it was at Wikiwaka. Wikiwachi Springs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you did really that close. Is the state park. Yeah. So we did that. And what What did we do with the mermaids? That was pretty cool. I think we took pictures with them. Yep. And what did they sign? Um, I think a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Every year, Wikiwachi Springs does an autograph signing oh, okay. with the mermaids, where they bring them out into little kiddie pools. And one of the things Elise was most excited about was one of the mermaids was pregnant. Really? Yes. So she was like, I want to go back and see that little mermaid baby. But I think the mermaid baby we, we took too long is probably all grown up now. <laughs> they, I've heard I've heard mermaid babies old. grow pretty quick. <laughs> all right. Speaking of some of our favorite places, Lyra, what would you say? What are uh, your favorite places? Gilchrist. Gilchrist? Gilchrist State Park. What, what do you like about Gilchrist? I like how it's separated into like an RV and a camping area. While still having the spring open, mm-hmm. it can get overwhelming at times if you're in the RV area, but the camping area is nice and calm. And they used to have this really, really cool um, dock, but they got rid of it because it was like wearing down, like the wood was deteriorating. But I got to jump off of it. I was super scared and it took me a minute, but I did jump off of it. Yeah. What else? There's another place that has a dock that's, that, that's still there, uh, Wakula. I knew you couldn't remember the name, but that was a cool place to visit as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really cool. That was the one with the old hotel. Did you like that place? Um, yeah. 
What was your favorite part about the hotel? Um, probably the elevator. I was gonna say the oh, yeah. uh, the the cool elevator. So they have uh, what 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 is that called? Like an Art Deco? It's the oldest or whatever. Yeah, it's the it oldest is. still in operation mm. elevator in existence, or at least in Florida. <laughs> Did any of you jump off the top? No. Of the uh, of the platform there in Wakala, I did. I did it like four times. It hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah. So that's it a, is pretty high up there. Yeah, that's over twenty feet high. Yeah, I was terrified, but yeah. again, I did it. I think I jumped off of it, but like I didn't jump off the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah they you jumped off a little levels. lower. And th- speaking of things that are like kids might be afraid of, I've had this conversation uh, with them before. You, there's things that are scary, but mm-hmm. also fun, okay. and those things are thrilling. Thrilling, that's yes. What it was. <laughs> say Flutterby likes, but um, Leonie does not. Is like say the walkway at um, Mayaka State Park. Ooh, it's very very tall. And yeah, uh, Lyra will stay on the ground for that one. We'll yeah. go up to the top. But uh, Lisey, you liked it, right? Yep. The walkway mm-hmm. and looking up at really high from at all the trees and stuff. Yeah. I think cool. a, another thrilling experience that we were talking about that was uh, trying to convince him to go down the, the, the water slides at, uh, at Wikiwachi. Oh, yes. You might you might not remember it. I don't know, but the the water slides are pretty pretty tall at Wikiwachi. And one of the things I like about those water slides is it's fresh water, mm-hmm. so you don't have like all the chemicals and stuff. It's interesting because uh, it's like a it's like a water park, but it's using this spring water that you're that you're sliding down. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen it. I've never experienced it though. Was it called Buccaneer Bay or something of that nature? Something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and you have to go during the season. It's only open a certain number of months in the year. Another thing that they like um, that you might not even uh, parents might not think kids would like is a lot of the historical houses. Yeah. Because a lot of them will have like kids rooms and stuff and like the kids toys in the kids rooms. And uh, what was the one? The Orman House? Was yeah. The Orman yeah. House that had had stuff like that. And that was kind of neat. At least thought it was really cool. We went into one of the, the kids bedrooms and they had all the old toys timepieces. Oh, really? Yeah. That's an Apalachicola, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a few different houses we've visited that have had a uh, like kids stuff. Yeah, I like a lot of old stuff. Yeah, you I do? like seeing what I'm learning in school, and a lot of it's in Florida, so I'm able to like visualize what I'm learning. Going to certain forts that I'm learning about in classes, I can see what's happening there, what's the history of it, and what it actually all looks like. I like um all the old stuff because like I can like. See what they used to use in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, yeah, that's why it's there. To, yeah, to get a, get a glimpse of the past. Mm-hmm. I um, think one of the probably creepiest park moments. We I think went you're to. going right where I was thinking of the, <laughs> the Constitution con- Museum. Yeah. So that was creepy. <laughs> well, animatronics. They I mean, had the, like the old like Disney animatronic dudes, mm-hmm. and the ranger was like, "You want to go back there and like sit with them?" So <laughs> the ranger like let us really? go, like, and we got a picture of them like standing next to the guy sa- signing the like holding the feather pen, holding like, the feather like, pen, like signing it with them. And Lara and Elise, they liked it, but they were also like, "This is kind of these guys, these yeah. life size puppets are a little creepy." Like the robot's gonna turn them, just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, Elise probably doesn't remember that at all. I don't remember you, it either. You don't, I don't know. You guys are both very, very tiny. I yep. remember it. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think when we've been 
we ask them periodically, like, you hey, remember when we went to this one place? And, and they do, like, remember these little snippets. Yeah. I remember the um, pictures you showed me of me sitting there, but I don't remember, like, the act of sitting yeah. there. Yeah. And that's a some of the, sometimes I'm surprised by the things that they do remember. You'll we'll do all these things, like I said, like these novel things that you think would be uh, something that really sticks out, and then we get somewhere and they're like, "Remember that squirrel? <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> squirrel." And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." I'm like, "You remember like and like we said earlier, you remember going to these caves with all these lights?" They're like, "No, I don't. I don't remember that." Yeah, <laughs> we all went paddling at a uh, Silver Springs a few yeah. years back, and Elise. Took to paddling like, like, like she it was like, second nature. Yeah, it was. We we got them um, their own like these are kids kayaks, uh-huh. fairly young. And I remember we took them into the Matanzas Inlet to right. kind of that was a trial. Yeah, run try it's, them out. It's shallow when when the tides are low. And it was very strange. It's like to me, you'd like take a little kid somewhere and think it would be not. An intuitive thing. We literally handed the paddle to her, and, and like, she was just like, "Boop, boop." I, See you later. I did not have to teach her how to paddle. Really? Kayak at, at all? No. She had like a rooster tail behind the, the, just, the, yeah. the kayak as she was paddling along. It's it's funny because sometimes we'll go into a run that's very crowded, and there'll be all these adults that are like very <laughs> awkwardly smacking everything with her or, or and Elise is like weaving in and out of them and you can see her turn around and give them a little bit of a stink eye sometimes. <laughs> You're thinking Emerald Cut? Yeah. We did Emerald Cut once when it was really busy. Yeah. Uh, and she, she, she was just navigating between them like a like a <laughs> somebody who's been doing this uh, running tour guides for like 20 years. Yeah. That's funny. And uh, when I asked her, I'm like, how do you know how to do this? She's like, I just watched you. And we, like I said, we've taken them out and about and on the water and in nature since they were little, so they do watch and pay attention. So overall, what what would you guys say are your, your like favorite things about all the adventure stuff that we do? Just kind of getting a break from life and going out there into breathing air <laughs> and, and maybe, like plants and maybe like um, looking at the fireflies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you know there are fireflies in Florida? There are in fact fire, fireflies in Florida. Fireflies. I see them all the time. Actually, fun fact: there, from what I have learned, there are more variety of fireflies in Florida than anywhere else. Wow! Even though we don't see them that often because of pesticides and development, Ruh-roh. fun stuff. Mm. <laughs> and we also teach our kids the uh, importance of conservation and why we're out there, speaking up for our natural lands as well. And they're they're very good at that. How often do we see both of them see a piece of trash on the ground and go, oh? Grab that. Yeah. Because it's just been something we've been doing since the beginning. Now, we need to get better at it. So we, we used to always bring our trash bag and grabbers with us. And it was always almost a contest of who can get the most while we're out hiking. And sometimes we forget we forget to our grabbers behind. And, you know. Yeah, I noticed at know. the hike today, you all left some behind at the very end of the trail. Yep. Yep. So now I'll, I'm like, if we're, if we're going in and out, I'll, I'll grab it and. And know where I can pick it up on the way back out. That was that was kind of a joke because that was what uh, feminine hygiene products and then some oh. discarded underwear. Well, yeah, we I don't think. do that. Yeah, anymore. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We we chose to leave that. Behind. Oddly enough, right there. Well, it wasn't with a designated trail, but it was like a hiking part. Where'd you see it? Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> puns are also a great parenting tip. Lots yep. of puns. So is there anything that you that you did that you did not like 
that was that that was not fun. Heat, um, Florida heat sucks. Don't <laughs> don't go out midsummer with your kids thinking, hey, let's just kind of go on a walk outside. Bring water, sunscreen, everything you can to prevent heat. There you go. And don't overdo it because it kind of loses the magic of going camping and hiking every once in a while. That COVID was a break for us, and now I love love camping and hiking more than I did when we were doing it constantly. I, I definitely think that that's important. Listening and paying attention to what your kids, when they might be getting a little overwhelmed. Don't push. No, don't push. Yeah, don't push them. Yeah, way. a lot of uh, people, I'd say, Ryan, you probably experienced this and because you were living at state parks all the time mm -hmm. and you become a teenager and you're like, I don't want to do that. And then you go hang out at the mall and do other things. Felt like I was in the... Uh 19th century yeah. living in state parks and the mall was a big draw when I moved to Devil's Mohopper in Gainesville. Yeah. So a lot of, I feel like uh, kids as teenagers kind of push away mm -hmm. from all that. And then when they, I, I have found that when they become adults, come back to it. Yep. But I, I sensed that they were getting a little overwhelmed or a little tired of the constant adventures. So we pulled back a bit. Yeah. And then a few years later, they're like, hey, we haven't been camping in a while. We haven't gone hiking. They start asking to go again, Did, which is which is lovely. Didn't you say Lara thought she was camping when yeah, we brought her here, and then she was a little bit disappointed uh, she wasn't? Yeah, she was like, what? I thought we were camping. I was mentally prepared to go camping, <laughs> and I was really excited for it. Now we're just staying in some guy's old house. Yeah. Actually, your house is pretty cool, though. Oh, it is well, a cool I, house. Well, I do appreciate that compliment. I was like, there is a horse. It's a cool house. You guys are going to have fun. Yeah. So, uh, Elise, did you have something? Any you, takeaways? Did you did not that it was not your favorite about uh, going out to the parks or recreating or anything like that? Probably not. No. Oh, no, wow. you just love everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's no, a little actually, outdoorsy. Yeah, she does. Um, she loves leading. Like I said, leading the hikes. She loves being in charge of the map and exploring. Okay. Lyra also has allergies too that set her back. Oh uh, yeah, a little well, bit. Starting that could, that fires of the system. Oh yes. It, Starting fires, Elise loves uh, helping with the campfires. Okay. Starting, let's say, rephrase that. Starting fires in camp rings, not like just in the forest. Okay, so not forest <laughs> fires. Not forest fires. <laughs> not, not like felony <laughs> arson. <laughs> not like, look, I found my parents' lighter. No. Well-supervised fires with parents and, and someone guiding how things are moving forward. Yeah, I, I can understand. Another that. thing I wanted to say along with the fires is they like uh, making like uh, cast iron cobbler when we're out oh, camping yeah chefs yeah i like cooking cooking is very fun oh that's yeah. fun yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah we do a, a variety of, of cooking every time we go car camping yeah it's it's easy enough to just yeah. bring if stuff you and you learn online, along, you'll yeah. find some like you can do campfire pizzas and it it depends on what kind of camping we're doing if we have everything in our car right there uh, sometimes our car's packed full and we could yeah fit a possible other thing but then we'll, there's a grocery store down the road okay so we'll wait till we get to the park then empty everything out run to the grocery store and get uh, all the extras yeah and it's such a traditional thing but but s'mores every time you guys like yeah the s'mores right that's good yeah but the main thing with s'mores is usually the critters get to them or like we forget them out. I feel like we're cursed more wise. <laughs> Got to be quick with the s'mores. Yeah. In the recent time we went camping, um, a raccoon was just like haunting our campsite. Oh, yeah. yeah. No he actually didn't expect this. Stole our packets of dried um, hot cocoa. 
Really? So like the un like and metal silverware and, me- and just our what? Yeah, <laughs> With the silverware? A, yeah, unused bag of silverware. Chris had to find it the next day. He hid it in the bushes. Oh, yeah, early in this episode, we were going on a tangent because of the the one that Toria and I said yeah. oh, this yeah. this last time. Was <laughs> Even worse, huh? Yeah. And um, when Chris was like gonna open the tent, um, to check if so nothing was like out, and. A raccoon was just like in the door of the tent, and like a raccoon was hissing at him. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that would have been scary. Yeah. <laughs> I must have been asleep. It was like raccoons stealing our stuff. Yeah. yeah they can be uh, quite mischievous. But we are uh, just about out of time. Thank you so much for both of you for coming on. That is awesome. Yeah, we I love like that. these special guests. Yeah, we love the perspective. <laughs> Get out there. Get out there and do things with your kids. It's not always going to be perfect, but uh, they'll remember it and they'll thank you for it. Yeah. And enjoy Florida responsibly. Thank you for listening to the Florida Madcaps. We hope today's episode was enjoyable. Your input is important to us. If there is a topic that you would like to know more about, please let us know. The Florida Madcaps is presented in partnership with the Florida Springs Council, the only nonprofit advocacy organization focused solely on protecting our Florida Springs. Get a free spring sticker and join the Florida Springs Council at floridaspringscouncil.org slash madcaps. As a token of our appreciation, we are giving away a free madcap sticker to anyone who leaves us a review. All you have to do is send us your contact information to the email provided in our show notes. We will take care of the rest. Thank you for being a part of the Florida Madcaps community.